Well, you've probably heard of the movie Schindler's List, which was released in 1993. Producer was uh, Steven Spielberg, and it was about an industrialist, a German industrialist that saved Jews during the Holocaust. Well, we're going to be talking about the Schindler approach to rescuing babies here on the Mark Harrington Show. And also, friends, I'm going to give you an update on the Constitutional Amendment uh, being proposed by the uh, pro-abortion industry here in the state of Ohio and an exciting update on our ultrasound unit, our mobile pregnancy center. So stick around. Well, thanks, everybody, for joining me here on the Mark Harrington Show. Your radio activist, that's me, yours truly, Mark Harrington. You can find out more about our program at markharrington.org. And, of course, I'm the president of Created Equal, and you can find out more about our ministry, reaching to, uh, college and high school uh, students all across America at createdequal.org. We're also on all the popular podcasting and social media platforms. Well, today we're going to continue to discuss what it looks like to be a pro-life activist, a pro-life organization in a post-Row America. We are now closing in on a year ago when we all heard about the Alito leak, that is the leak from the U.S. Supreme Court by Justice Samuel Alito, in which he talked about or, or the draft of the Dobbs v. Jackson decision, which put the whole country into orbit, you know, as we know, and uh, then culminated in the June 24 Dobbs decision that reversed Roe versus Wade, praise God. But since then, we've all been playing a little bit of catch up, that is, and I don't think all of us were prepared for what we've been encountering over the last, say, six, eight, nine months since the uh, the Dobbs decision was handed down. And for certain, we're, at, we're up against it here in Ohio because it looks like the uh, pro-abortion gauntlet is on its way. They're already collecting signatures here in the state of Ohio to try to enshrine abortion in our state constitution. I'll talk about that more in the uh, second uh, part of the program. But what we want to talk about first is how do we in a post-Roe America, reach abortion vulnerable women. How do we do that when the, the, the dynamics are changing daily? We see fewer abortion centers, brick and mortar abortion centers, and more women are finding uh, information online. They're ordering the pill, the abortion pill online. And so we, we need to be there. We need to be fighting that battle. And so I've got uh, with us today as my guest, Ben Kraft, and Ben is the founder and president of Life Advancement Group. Ben, thanks for being on the show. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Mark. So, Ben, listen, you know, I've been I've been having some uh, I, I, I don't want to call them. You know, they're just younger pro-lifers. You know, I've been doing this a while and I try to spotlight both young and old, you know, the elders of the movement, which have a lot to give to the younger generation and then the up and coming, the emerging pro-life leaders like yourself, because our whole mission here at Created Equals to raise up the next generation of leaders. You're one of those, although you're doing a lot of it on your own, maybe a little different track of what we do here at Created Equal. But I love to interview people 
like yourself, they're on the cutting edge of the, the abortion fight. So let's let's just start with that. How did you get in this? Yeah, so it's a good question. Basically, I, I never thought I would be uh, find myself in this movement. You know, it was six years <laughs> ago now I. that I was right out of high school, um, just working various banking jobs, financial institutions, and I was in business school. And it became pretty clear to me early on that this wasn't exactly how I felt like God wanted to use my skill set. I was never satisfied yeah. just working for a company to make money. I wanted to do something that would leave a more eternal impact, as I'm sure y'all can relate. And uh, the story of Oscar Schindler was always something that inspired me and how he was this German Christian businessman that basically purchased Mm -hmm. the lives of 1,200 Jews, saving them from the Holocaust. And I had Mm -hmm. always wondered, you know, I I was just thought in the back of my mind, how could I use my own business skill set in the same way to save lives from abortion, which is something I had always seen a lot of parallels to um, with the Holocaust. And so didn't know exactly how I was going to do that. Um, It was just kind of this thought in the back of my mind, but continued to write about Schindler, spoke about him in college and fast forward to 2017. That's kind of when it all came together as this opportunity came up to help a pregnancy center that was local to me here in Metro Detroit. And we got connected with them. We did some, some advertising and kind of the rest is history. Ever since then, you know, we've been going. Yeah. So what we want to do here, uh, Mr. Producer, let's cue up that video clip. Now I'm dating myself here. There are people that don't remember the movie Schindler's List. You know, they weren't around. It was released in 1993. Steven Spielberg is the producer. Of course, it's the story of Oscar Schindler, which Ben mentioned here as an inspiration as why he does does what he does. And uh, Oscar Schindler was a German industrialist that, for all intents and purposes, bought Jews. He bribed Nazi operatives to allow the Jews to come in and work in his, his factory and therefore retrieving or rescuing them from the death camps. And this scene in the movie is at the end. And this is where Oscar Schindler, at the end of the war, where, you know, it was all said and done, he talks about how he could have done more. So go ahead, let's play this clip. I think it's one of the most powerful clips or pieces of film that's ever been produced as relates to the Holocaust. So go ahead, play that clip. Yeah, I think it's one of the most inspirational video clips I've ever played. I I play it during my presentations. You probably do as well. Uh, You know, Oscar Schindler, who did so much in retrieving or rescuing 1,100 Jews, at the end of this, all all, the war, didn't think he did enough. I feel that way. 
off of you very often myself, that I still don't do enough to try to retrieve or rescue children. And it's interesting that this was the inspiration for why you do what you do. Uh, As an emerging entrepreneur, you said, I'm going to devote my skill set, my resources, my life in rescuing Jews and used Oscar Schindler as a role model for what you're doing. So let's dive right into what you're doing. Uh, Just start from the beginning. Uh, You know, obviously, a lot of this battle is now being fought online, right? I mean, things have changed over the last several decades as relates to the abortion issue. Explain what you're doing when you call it the Schindler approach. Uh, What do you mean? Yeah, that's right. So, you know, the Schindler approach, what he did was he converted dollars into live saves. And so Mm -hmm. there's a lot of, you know, indirect and direct ways that you could do that when it comes to fighting abortion. And what we were looking for is, you know, if you only had so much money, what would be the most cost effective way to save Mm -hmm. a life from abortion? Because, you know, you could spend thousands of dollars plastering billboards for a pregnancy center, directing people there. But maybe what if there was a digital billboard and it didn't cost thousands of dollars and you could get someone to a pregnancy center for, you know, a fraction of the cost. So that that was the the initial goal was let's find what's the most cost effective because Schindler spent every last dollar that he had saving those Jews. And so, um, you know, Mm -hmm. if we could create that recreate this process but you know find modern day oscar schindlers out there who are willing to write checks and show them exactly how much it costs and how we could save a life then we could be even more effective than than oscar schindler was and so that's how we started but as far as how we do it you know we found that the cheapest way to get in front of that abortion minded or determined woman um, is through online search engines And so the whole goal is, you know, when these women are out there searching online for, let's say, abortion pills or um, abortion clinic near me, the goal is we want to get in front of them and direct them to a life-affirming pregnancy center that will walk them through all their options, show them how far along they are, confirm whether they're having a viable pregnancy, and then show them ultimately the humanity of their child on that ultrasound screen, because we know if we could get the woman to the pregnancy center, then the chances are she's going to choose life, you know, depending on which sources you look at, you know, that on average, you'll hear 70 to 90% of these women are choosing life after they get to the pregnancy center and see the ultrasound screen. Right. Well, of course, we understand that here at Created Equal, we understand the power of visuals, Mm -hmm. whether it's an abortion victim image or video or an ultrasound image. And friends, you know that we're in the midst of uh, deploying our own mobile pregnancy unit. I call it the uh, Border States Rescue Unit, actually. But And we'll, we'll have more about that here later in the program because I have a, a big update for you uh, to talk about. But So, Ben, I mean, we're talking about online. I mean, to a lot of people, that just seems like the, you know, the black hole of, you know, it's just like, how in the world do you get your information when they Google, how, how do you get your, your information in front of abortion-minded or determined women when it seems, from my experience or understanding about the web, is that, you know, they're not going to give priority to pro-life messaging. Yeah. How do you get it done? That's a good question, because definitely Google... um 
obviously does not believe in the sanctity of human life, right? So why, how would they help us? Um, and I think mm-hmm. it's, they're not doing it intentionally, but at the end of the day, they're a for-profit business. And so mm-hmm. okay. uh, they're willing to take our money, right? If we're willing to pay them to show up on Google. So last year at the end of August, they censored pregnancy centers organically, which means unpaid search results on Google deprioritized pregnancy centers and started prioritizing only the abortion clinics. Now, at the time, we did a national survey and found that we asked pregnancy centers, where do you get most of your abortion-minded clients from? Two-thirds of all of them said Google. Every other type of advertising that they did combined only equated to one-third. So that really highlighted how essential and important it was to be on there. But as far as how we get on Google, we really we pay for the clicks, right? Google mm-hmm. allows through pay-per-click, you can pay for various search terms, whether it's abortion pill or abortion clinic, you can show up just by paying them. And so that's what we do. Gotcha. So how do you work with the pregnancy centers uh, specifically? Because there are thousands of them across America. Uh, how, how would you say, and this is maybe aimed at those who are listening, who either run or volunteer at a uh, pregnancy resource center, how do you work with them to get to their client in their own town, for example? Yeah. How's that so, work? Yeah. So that there's two main challenges. First, you need to see that, you know, actually get in contact with those clients. And then the second challenge is how do we get them in the door? So we work mm-hmm. with centers. We help them in both ways. First of all, we, we create these ads for them. We partner with these centers and we partner with over a hundred pregnancy centers across the U S in all sorts of different demographics, whether it's the rural, whether it's, you know, in DC or New York city, you know, very different um, types of centers. But we create these digital ads out there so that the women in their radius who are searching for these terms um, can get connected with them instead of their competition, which is the abortion clinics and online abortion pill cartel dispensaries. So once we get them to contact the center by doing it, first of all, completely honestly and transparently, we never say that we provide abortion. We just tell them that we can give them information about all of their options right? They're also going to get information about abortion, not how to get one or where to go, but what does abortion actually do to your unborn child, right? That's the information they're going to get. Once they get in contact with them, we also do training on the centers to actually get these women in the door, right? Because that's a whole nother challenge in and of itself. How do you talk to this woman who thinks I for sure want an abortion? How do you tell her we don't do abortion, but you should still come to the center? Well, there Mm -hmm. are some very compelling ways that you could do that. I'll with truth and honesty. And you've launched a new app, which we want to talk about here. And I want everyone to, to download this thing. Uh, uh, ben, if you would, let's talk about that. And then I want to ask you about the challenge of the of chemical abortions, what's going on with the pharmacies and stuff. So yeah. let's talk about your app and how you're uh, getting that uh, out to the centers and how that's working for you. Yeah, so LifeLead is an app that we launched um, over a year ago now, and we've been slowly rolling it out to more and more centers. There's been a wait list, but essentially it just continues on with um, helping those centers get these women in the door. Because we found that we were generating thousands of calls every month for these pregnancy centers. You know, to date, since we started, we've connected over 37,000 women with these pregnancy centers. Now, a lot of those 
37,000 came in the form of an inbound phone call. And what we found was pregnancy centers on average didn't matter if they were big or small. They were missing close to 50% of their calls from these mm. abortion-minded women. And when you factor why that, is you, that? Why are they missing well, I, Yeah, I think it has to do with their hours of availability. You know, mm-hmm. women, the, the contacts, whether the call or the web form or the texts that they're sending, they're coming in 24-7, sometimes in the middle right. of the night. And so yeah. it, if each one of these calls represents a unique opportunity to save a life, you know, we need to treat them with the utmost priority. So Life Lead, we started so that it could basically help the centers manage these leads. So I'll, I'll just give one example of the simplest way that it helps out with that. When these women are out there and they call the center, if the center doesn't answer the phone, our app detects that. It detects that the call was missed and it sends an automatic text back to the person who called, letting them know someone's going to be with them very shortly. And then it notifies all the staff at the pregnancy center that are set up to receive these notifications through their app. And they can then jump into that app, send a text or a call from wherever they're at, whether at the grocery store, back at home. And that way, that person who called doesn't have to wait until Monday to get a call back because by then, chances are they've probably gone to the abortion clinic. Gotcha. So you're not missing any calls. The centers aren't missing calls at all. Are they? And the client, that is the woman that's thinking about abortion, doesn't have to wait for a couple of days to get a call back. That's basically exactly. what it's doing. Excellent. Exactly. So let's finish up here. I want to talk about chemical abortion. Obviously, we see this now with uh, CVS, Walgreens, and others starting to possibly, I know Walgreens has said they're not going to do it in 20 states currently. Uh, but right now, I mean, they're, they're on, uh, you know, the, but obviously the Biden administration wants to move this quickly. How are you guys uh, responding to the challenge of pill abortions? Because as you know, women are getting these uh, mailed to them even at this point in some parts of the country, or they can just go into a Walgreens and get a, they can get the uh, prescription online, just show up, get the pill, go home, kill the baby and their apartment or house becomes the abortion clinic. How are you guys uh, responding to that challenge? Yeah, it's interesting. Just last week, I noticed an, an uptick in actual traffic of people searching. You know, normally it's just abortion pills near me or order online abortion pills. That's normally what they type in. But I started to notice some trends of people searching um, abortion pills CVS or abortion pills mm. Walgreens. So people are right. starting to look at that. The ways that we're responding is through our ads and the landing pages that we send the traffic to. So our landing pages, we have um, abortion pill information landing pages that talk about the abortion pill and also the importance of getting an ultrasound. Prior, you know, Maybe the woman thinks, I'm dead set, I want the abortion pill. Well, we could say, all right, you may think that, but you need to come in and see how far along you are, confirm the viability of your pregnancy because... You know, after the successful lobbying of Big Pharma, they removed the restriction to get an ultrasound prior to getting the abortion pill. And that took took away safety standards. So now these women are getting these pills online. They don't know how far along they are. They don't know if they have an ectopic pregnancy. And so we talk about how important it is just for their own health and safety that they go to the pregnancy center and get that ultrasound before they order some shady pills off off the internet. And so that's been very successful. And we've seen a big increase in just traffic for the abortion pill um, in in our abortion pill ads ever since, you know, really Roe v. Wade. It's just been nonstop increasing. 
Well, and as we all know, that is the new battle, right? I mean, it has been for decades, actually. I mean, as the from I think it was 2003, five percent of women used the abortion pill to to abort. And now we're over 50 percent. And of course, the abortion industry wants to continue to push the envelope on that. My guest has been uh, Ben Kraft, and he is the uh, president and founder of Life Advancement Group. You can find out more at lifeadvancementgroup.org. Ben, if you would, real quick, uh, give us some parting words. There are people in our audience that probably have not heard about you guys and a lot of people in the Pregnancy Resource Center business ministry that could benefit from what you're doing. Yeah, I just say I want to get back to the crux of why pregnancy centers exist, and that's to save lives from abortion. And you can't save lives from abortion unless you have the opportunities to speak with these women. And studies show that the way to get in touch with them is through online local search, Google ads, etc. And so that's where we really want to come alongside centers and help them get that ratio up to where it needs to be. So they're not just a resource center, but also a life-saving center that's seeing regularly lots of abortion men and women and helping them to choose life. So uh, I really appreciate the, the opportunity to share, Mark, and thanks for having me on the show. Absolutely. And friends, just keep in mind, I mean, the landscape of the abortion battle is changing daily. We need to change too. We need to adapt uh, constantly. And we have to keep our finger on the pulse of what's going on. And that's why I appreciate uh, Ben and his work there at Life Advancement Group, because they are on the cutting edge of this technology to reach abortion-minded women uh, and parents overall in an ever-changing climate on abortion. So uh, we can't just consider continue to do the things we used to do and expect a different result. And so I'm, I appreciate emerging leaders like Ben Thanks for being on the program. Ben Kraft with Life Advancement Group. Thanks, Mark. It's a pleasure. So, friends, I want to give you two quick updates. The first is on the uh, constitutional amendment. That is that the pro-abortion industry is attempting to get on the ballot here in Ohio. And the second is I've got some exciting news on our mobile ultrasound unit. First of all, let's give you a quick update on the constitutional amendment. If you've been following your radio activist here and what's going on in Ohio, you know that the pro-abortion movement has gotten language approved by our attorney general and the ballot board. And they are beginning to collect signatures to put abortion, uh, the the issue of abortion on the ballot in November of 2023. So what needs to happen if this is going to take place? is that by July 5th, they will need over 400,000 valid signatures to get it on the ballot. So that's what we're facing here in Ohio. Quick updates. First of all, we are uh, suing the ballot board because we believe that uh, the constitutional amendment includes not just one subject, but two. And according to Ohio law, the, any constitutional amendment that gets on the ballot has to be one subject, and we believe there's two. So we're suing, and hopefully the state Supreme Court here in Ohio is going to rule in our favor. And if they do, then the pro-abortion people have to start over. That means that all the signatures have been collected up until this point will be tossed out and have to start over. And then they'll have two constitutional amendments to collect signatures for, not just one. So we're trying to do as many delay tactics as we can to prevent this from getting on the ballot in November. 
Second of all, and I don't want to get into the weeds politically here, but there's still an effort in Ohio to increase the threshold to which you can get a constitutional amendment approved by the voters to 60% rather than 50% plus one. And there's still a chance of that. There's a discharge petition currently at the Ohio State House to put this uh, on the uh, floor of the House of Representatives in our state to try to get this on the ballot in August as a uh, special election. So we're fighting basically two fronts right now. First is the legal front to try to uh, get this uh, constitutional amendment tossed out because there are two subjects, not one. And we're also trying to increase the threshold to which you can get a constitutional pass in the state of Ohio to 60%. So please be in prayer about that. We're also uh, working on what we call the decline to sign campaign. And that is when when uh, canvassers are, are out trying to get petitions signed, we're responding by sending people out to talk to those who might be considering signing the petition and talk to them about the, the ballot measure, because I think a lot of things they don't understand and they're being lied to by the petition uh, people who are who are actually out canvassing. So that's called the Decline to Sign Project campaign, if you will. If you live in the state of Ohio and you want to get involved in this, you can go to createdequal.org forward slash Ohio. That's createdequal.org forward slash Ohio. We can put you in the game. All right, finally, some really exciting news, and that is we've been talking about this on the program to you, my listeners and viewers, and also if you're a supporter of Created Equal, you're familiar with this project. And that is our ultrasound, our mobile ultrasound unit, or what I like to call the border states rescue unit. Uh, we are going to receive delivery of the unit finally uh, here in April, hopefully by April 15. That means the unit that you see on the screen here will be delivered to us and we'll be able to put it into play ASAP. And the idea here is to deploy it on border states of abortion free states. So you have the Indiana border to Ohio or Kentucky border to Ohio, for an example, or Illinois border to Missouri or things like that. And as we see the landscape change throughout the country where you have abortion-free states and abortion haven states, we want to put this on the border to try to persuade women not to abort as they cross over the borders from abortion-free states to abortion haven states. And so this has a lot of potential. We were just talking about the uh, being able to respond appropriately to the ever-changing climate of abortion in America. This is one of those things that is on the cutting edge, and that is these mobile pregnancy centers on the borders. So, friends, we still need to raise $25,000 to pay for the ultrasound unit. And so I've been asking folks to get involved. And you can support our ultrasound unit by going to createdequal.org. Just click on the donate link on the right side. Send us a tax-deductible gift of any size, and that will help us finish the job of outfitting our mobile pregnancy unit. Again, our ultrasound unit still needs to be purchased, and we're still trying to raise this, the, uh, the money to do that. Go to createdequal.org forward slash Ohio. You can give electronically or you can send us a check through the mail. So the exciting thing is it's on its way. It's going to be here within weeks, and I'll be reporting on the delivery of our mobile ultrasound unit uh, once we uh, receive delivery. 
keep in mind, Planned Parenthood is deploying abortion uh, vans on border states right now where they are, you know, killing babies inside these mobile units. And we need to be able to respond appropriately to it. So that's the update on the ultrasound unit and the constitutional amendment. Stay tuned here to your radio activists for more information on these two projects uh, as much as you'd like. Go to markharrington.org to find out more or createdequal.org. We'll see you next time. God bless you. God bless America. And remember America to bless God. You've been listening to Mark Harrington, your radio activist. For more information on how to make a difference for the cause of life, liberty, and justice, go to createdequal.org. To follow Mark, go to markharringtonshow.com. Be sure to tune in next time for your marching orders in the culture war.